0: and well good morning good morning good morning this is Pastor Lester Hayes back at you this morning it is now 6 11 a.m on Monday morning March the 23rd 2020 we give God praise glory and honor this morning amen for all of our prayer partners prayer warriors intercessors Gatekeepers, men and women, watchmen that stand on the wall to watch out for their cities, to watch out for what's coming their way, and to be able to stand in the gap and protect what's already given. Amen. In the blessings of God that have already been poured out upon you and your household. And we thank God this morning that you are overcomers this morning by the blood of the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world this morning who sits on the throne who was and is and who's to come again and you have his word as your testimony this morning and you love not this old earthly life in this world man unto death this morning you're not gonna let it drain you kill you wear you down amen because you're looking for greater my god greater things to come in the lord jesus christ this morning so i want you to feel welcome this morning in jesus wonderful name this morning we're going to be talking Uh, This morning, I've just been so blessed and so full with what God is saying in my spirit this morning. And so today uh, we're going to I'm going to pray one more time about this coronavirus and if God continue to lead us down this path. Uh, that's all well and fine, too. We will get back to Revelation and finish up Revelation. It's always been my desire is to walk people through the book of Revelation from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 22, and we're not going anywhere else soon until Jesus comes. So we'll get back there this morning. Just bear with us right now. We're in all our spiritual war right now. We need all decks on hand this morning. We need all of us on the same focus this morning right now. We got to combat. We got to counter this attack of this virus because it is spreading right now. But I, I believe we gaining momentum. I believe we're out in front of it. I believe, my God, amen, that it's about to, God is about to show some wonderment on that thing. He's, he's defeating it now. Amen. And man has got to get out of the way and let God be God right now. Amen. Amen. Because God's got the answer to it. He's got the paperwork, man, to terminate it this morning. God's got the word of God. That is the paperwork. That's the judgment on it. And we want to be. <coughs> part of the force of God to combat this thing because we know it's nothing new. Because ever since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God been suffering violence with these types of things that come unexpected suddenly sometimes. And that's how he's going to come back sometime. And, then, you know, with, with without warning, bam, the warning is what we're getting right now, what we already know by the word. And so, bear with us this morning. Amen. Let's take one more whack at this thing. Let's take throw one more right straight right jab at it. One more left hook at it this morning and see if we can knock it on out of the place this morning uh, is my desire this morning. And i am just been reading over in the book of Mark, amen, in uh, chapters one through and got down to chapter four and I just had to come to a stop. It was so much, but I want to focus my, my, my prayer aim this morning is as i looked at these particular verses man is how jesus has such an impact and i just want to recamp some of the things you know that that he had an impact on as we open up with prayer this morning and then i'm going to end up over in chapter three and i'll give you a few verses and we'll pray accordingly this morning because he has an impact on everything and everybody in every place like nobody else can amen i know we got some influential people out there travel around the world have an impact on places they go people that's in those places and the things that they do when they're there but there's nobody who impacts stuff like jesus so that's a word right there is that we want to be impactful in this cause that we serve, just like he was impactful. We want to do the work he did and greater work that he said that we would do. We use the word to reach our target. We use the word to counsel these assignments of the enemy. We send out that word because it does not come back void. And since he was the incarnated word made flesh, living, moving, walking amongst the people, doing these miracles and signs and wonders, and he's no longer here physically, but he's here spiritually. And so the work continues because he Works in us this morning. He does wonders through us this morning. He takes the foolishness of man and confines the wise. God will use everything that's available because He owns it all anyway. The silver, the gold is mine, everything. The earth is His, the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. So everything is made available to God in His hand so that He can have an impact on everything, civilization, everything, the universe, the elements out there. He can even say peace be still and storms have to obey him. And so we serve a God who's an impactful God. He has so much impact my God, on oh My God, hey, on the universe, He has so much impact and so much say in what goes on on His earth that He created. My God, and so we want to be able to explore that impact that God has on the situation. And I got good news, encouraging news for you this morning. He's having an impact. On this coronavirus right now It wants to continue to proceed It wants to continue its advancement It don't want to slow down It want to continue to spread And I'm here to tell you this morning As long as we got people that don't have the power of God To speak to it, death to it, into it Because you got the power of life and death in your tongue But you keep talking about the spread of it You keep talking about how it's spreading My God, that's okay Acknowledge that But then talk about in the name of Jesus God is going to have an impact on it That's going to bring it to a halt this morning that's my that's my attitude that's my conduct that's my behavior this morning I'm believing for the end of it the, the, the destruction of it this morning as we've seen in ages past our God is an awesome god this morning amen and I'm trying to acknowledge him as being awesome this morning i ain't, you know the coronavirus ain't awesome you know he can't wipe out everybody God won't let it happen man it has a termination date on it right now it's about to get evicted out of the earth this morning god does not want this thing to run rampant in his earth this morning he's got other plans for the earth this morning and he's about to impact those communities right now impact those cultures right now my god that his name might be glorified and that people might know he still got all the power in his hand this morning he's still god this morning and we serve and we worship an awesome god a mighty god come on the most high god be exalted this morning, amen. Release your impact on this situation, God. Release your impact on government right now. Release your impact on the the, the the warehouses of, 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 of yeah, so God, um, resources that people need right now, release your impact on the banks that those funds can go out to those people that need them right now, Lord God, to purchase groceries and pay bills and do whatever they need to do, buy sanitizer, Lord God, pay doctors bill, whatever they need to do, release it, God, this morning in the name of Jesus, we give you the praise, we give you the glory. So let's pray this morning. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power and the glory, Lord, it all belongs to you. Everything belongs to you. Everything bowed to you right now. Everything is available to you. God, use it all for your glory this morning. Yes, on the behalf of those that are struggling concerned right now, fearful right now, bring that level of protection, bring that level of security, bring that level of, of, of safety, Lord, bring it to bear upon them this morning that they know, God, that the name of the Lord is still, God, the only name by which men can be saved, the name of the Lord is still our strong tower, according to Proverbs 18 and 10, and we still can run to your name as we do this morning, because awesome is your name, God, you are mighty, God, you everlasting father, you're the prince of peace, God, you're higher than higher, Lord God, and so far that we looked to you this morning, the author, the finishing developer of our faith this morning, and we just thank you this morning for opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out the blessings, oh God, that there will not be room enough to receive it. Pour it out on every family represented on this line, every culture that's on this line, God, for those out there in podcast land, those on those 29 platforms, and those across the globe that are chiming in this morning, tuning in this morning, need to hear an uplifting message and a word from the Lord this morning, and so God, we thank you this morning. We ask you to send down Lord, fresh manna from heaven this morning in the name of Jesus that we might feel the full impact God my God mm, the full impact of your power the full impact God of your spoken and your written word the full impact God of your glory this morning the full impact Lord God of the authority oh God of your name Jesus the full impact of the power of the blood of Jesus oh God the cover to make atonement for the wash away sins God the full impact of the stripes of Jesus on his body the, 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 the full impact of him being cursed and nailed to a tree, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, to redeem us from every curse of the law, God. So we give you the praise this morning. We give you the glory this morning. We have your word, oh God, and so instruct us, minister to it this morning. God, give us that inspired word this morning. Let the unction of the Holy Ghost come upon each and every one of our listeners, our hearers this morning, and God, speak to their spirits, oh Lord God. Speak to the minds of people, God, this morning, and let them know, God, it's all good because the devil meant it for our bad, but you choose to turn it around and work it out together for our good. As we come this morning, feed us from on high, Father. We seek after your face this morning. We seek after your counsel this morning. We thank you for sending your word to revive us and give us life this morning. We thank you that at the entrance of thy word, according to Psalms 119, verse 130, Lord God, that the entrance of thy word had it given it light. And so, Father, we're about to be lit up, Lord. We're about to receive light from your word this morning, because you say your word shall be a lamp unto our feet and a light in our path. And so we receive your word this morning to show us the way lord god so quicken us this morning quicken our minds as you already have with the imparted prophetic impartation this morning so father we receive your word right now in jesus name amen so let me just give you some rundown here on some impacts that jesus is having on some different categories and we know he's having an impact on this situation that is before us right now And uh, like I said, I have been reading uh, the, the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, very phenomenal reading here, a lot of red in here, man, where Jesus is speaking. And so he's dealing with the counsel of some of his followers, some of his disciples, some of the, the, the scribes and the leaders, man, the elders of the of the of the synagogues and temples. And they're, they're playing political games. They're playing religious games. They're playing all kinds of games trying to confuse Jesus. But you can't confuse the one who wrote the book. You can't confuse the one who's the book about. You can't refuse the one, my God, has put it all together, who made it all, created it all for his pleasure this morning because he already knows the end of a thing at the beginning of a thing. And so people can stop playing the little mind games. We need Jesus, y'all. We need to know what he said about these times. We need to know what kind of impact he can have on situations and circumstances, even before they develop sometimes and catch us by surprise. That's why we're trying to get out in front of this thing every morning at six o'clock. We're trying to get out in front of this thing, man, by looking at the books of Revelation and seeing what is to come so we can better prepare and equip ourselves as especially his followers this morning so i'm just going to read a few of these impact for things that he's having an impact on all the way from back there during his day when he was physically on this earth teaching his disciples we get to borrow from these lessons man we need to borrow these impacts and, and 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 apply these impacts that he had on those civilizations on this civilization on those generations past and on this generation and the ones to come amen so i want to talk about this this, <clears throat> this first level of impact he had and it's kind of over in the second chapter and I'm just going to hit that because that's not where I'm going to stay this morning. I'm going to go to the third chapter, and that's where most of my text is going to come from. But i got to hit you these with these impacts. And I want you to think about impact. I want you to think about the impact that Jesus can have on a situation, the impact that he's had on our lives, the impact that he's had on his world, the impact he's about to have, man, on government, on, on all these religious people out there. He's getting ready to have a tremendous impact, man, in the name of Jesus, to just do some stuff right now, man, that people are going to know why he's so awesome. Number one, he, Jesus has an impact on number one, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are great uh, men of God. They wrote these books. They recorded what they witnessed when they were with him. He had that kind of impact on him, on them. And so it'd be good to read what impact read those books sometime in their entirety. I have, and I continue to do it. It brings so much strength because it shows the relationship as he walked with them and they walked with him and they hung out together. And we get to see the impact he had all the way from the time they stopped what they were doing. He interrupted their their, their careers and they began to follow him and he made them fishermen of men. But the impact was so powerful that when he walked along the shores of Galilee and saw them going about their craft and about their trade and, you know, in their work spot He just told them, man, look, take up your cross and follow me and I'll make you fishermen of men. That impact was so powerful that they dropped what they were doing, man. I mean, they suffered financial losses because they gave up businesses to follow him, to walk in his footsteps, man, to follow him. Amen. Because he was always out in front. And as long as they followed him, he made them what he had declared he was going to make them. He made them fishermen of men. My God, in the name of Jesus. That impact was so awesome. That impact changed them. That impact can change people. People today that impact have been changing people every generation since that time god has been bringing his covenant to bear man on generations amen we just happen to be that chosen generation right now man that we're right in the cusp of what god is about to impact and i'm so grateful to god this morning for this prayer culture this morning that we can rise at 6 a.m and begin to see the impact that god is about to have on our listeners out there man on us on this line this morning as we go forth amen so he had an impact upon them upon their friends amen he even had an impact on the outcast that was there in the city with them even the sinners that were there he had an impact on them started right there man as as he was with them he had an impact on them and then he went on to have an impact on other young disciples that began to follow him and theologians came from everywhere to try to learn and to hear him and they said oh what wisdom what words of wisdom he have such a young one when he was at 12 years old and Joseph and Mary missed him and they went back and there he was sitting in the temple having an impact on those great teachers, those great historians, those great theologians, man, and then he had an impact on every kind of individual, every kind of being, every kind of beast, every kind of animal. He even had an impact on Satan, y'all. He has an impact on everything that has breath, everything that move and breathe. He had an impact when he was out on the water, man. He spoke, said peace be still, and the storm had to stop. He has an impact on everything. He took the bite and the sting out of out of death, man, I'm here to tell you, he has an impact on life and he has a tremendous impact on death because he defeated it all in the grave. I'm telling you, he had an impact on 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 my God, an impact, man, on Lazarus' dead body. He said, Lazarus, come forth. He has an impact on everything that he comes in contact with. And so we're seeing that. And also over in, um, you know, around about verse 22, he he had an impact <clears throat> on religious people on their understanding because they didn't understand what's supposed to take place on the Sabbath. I'm telling you, man, he's the Lord of the Sabbath. He said, it ain't about the day, but it's about the God of the day. And he had an impact on them. They wanted to put him in and have him put in in, in in jail, man, because they was eating corn out there as they walked with him, and they walked through the cornfield, and they said, we're not supposed to do any work on the Sabbath. We're not supposed to be eating no corn. We're not supposed to be doing all these things, and Jesus said, look at here, if your ox went out, would you go get him on the, on the Sabbath day? He said, okay, then what's better, man? Hey, that these people got needs. I'm supposed to ignore their needs, and I'm the God of the Sabbath. He had an impact on everything he touched, man, and then we get down to chapter three, is where I want to spend some time. At, but not at these beginning verses, but in the beginning of chapter three of Mark, he had an impact, man, again, on the authorities, on the politicians, on their understanding, because they didn't know what true religion is they don't even know today what true religion is all about but he's always having an impact on every generation and every culture because he wants them to know man what he's about amen he wants them to know how impactful he can be on situations how he can impact what he can be on the outcomes of situations the results of situations if you just follow him if you just follow his guidance follow his instructions you'll always end up in the place that you're supposed to be after the storm come on somebody looking back at it and wondering in a Amazement and all and my God, our God is awesome. How did I get through that storm? How did I come out of that fire? How did I get out of that carb that was tore all to pieces and total when it hit that tree in the woodland? How did I survive that tornado? How did I survive my God. God over there, man, on the floor, man, when the when that awesome 150 mile an hour wind went through and just swept things away. How did I survive? My God, it was because he had an impact on it. My God, just like he's having an impact right now. And he goes on to say, Amen, and in and, and Mark the third chapter, he's still having an impact. Amen. He's having an impact upon the crowds even in 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 verse number six down there in seven he has an impact on the crowds in the evil spirits that were seeking and 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 trying to get him to be afraid let me tell you something god said look i did not give you a spirit of fear we heard that yesterday from pastor Sharon. You know, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. He said, I did not give you a spirit of fear. I did not give you a spirit of fear. I did not give you a spirit of fear, but I gave you a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. He has an impact on the soundness of your mind. Amen. He can abolish the spirit of fear just like that. Amen. And give you a spirit of boldness and release you and tell you when you come to me, come boldly and make your petition known and present your body to me as a living sacrifice. And I'm telling you, man, he has that kind of impact where there was fear. He'll bring boldness in there and have you doing stuff, man, that you never thought possible. Amen. Because with man, some things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Come on, somebody. And so he always has impacts on situations, circumstances, people, places and things this morning. And so then he has an impact. Amen. On our friends, he has an impact on the mad and insane people when he went across he told him get in the boat we're going over to the other side he had had an impact on that side and then he went over to the other side he wanted to have an impact over there in the cemetery because he knew that gadarin was over there man full of them demons he said i gotta go over here man and show him how, how how awesome I am, man. They're afraid to go over there. They're trying to avoid this guy. They like him to be out there in the tomb. They don't want to have nothing to do with him. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. I love souls. He who wins souls is wise. I got to go over here because I'm not afraid. I'm going over here to have an impact on him that make him come out of them tombs and make them, 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 them demons get out of him because I got the power to do it. And he went over there, man, and the Gadarene ran out, man, and want to know what Jesus want to do with him. What, you got, what business do you have with me? And the Lord began to free him and told those swines, Man, he said, look, come out of him. I cast you out. And they ran down the bank, man, into the river, into them swines and were drowned. That's the impact he can have on the insane, on the madness out there. Even right now, man, I'm believing him to have an impact on those 22 veterans, man, that are committing suicide every year because they're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and brain injuries this morning. Even right now, there are some people that are emotionally disturbed and imbalanced right now because this thing has put them in a situation right now where they're under stress and they're worrying man they're fearful but i pray in the name of jesus that the lord would have an impact on the on the mind this morning that'll change their minds that they'll keep their minds even now stayed on the lord jesus christ that he might keep them in perfect peace i bind up the spirit of insanity right now you would not drag nobody down into that pit this morning for them to feel sorry for themselves and want to, my god commit suicide in the name of jesus we bind up the spirit of suicide that are driving many right now to, to feel the impact of the loss of material goods and dislocation from places because of this virus right now. But in the name of Jesus, I pray God have an impact through his son, Jesus, through his blood this morning, through his spoken and written word The full authority kick in this morning, my God, to restore value in your life, that you value life more than you value things this morning in the name of Jesus. And you aim this morning to please God in righteousness and peace and joy in the power of the Holy Ghost this morning and not be so concerned about this life. Don't love it to death, but get you a word of your testimony again, to speak to those things, that be not as though they are this morning, because God has put the power of life and death in your tongue. And when you declare a thing, he said, it shall be, it shall come to pass. So we declare this morning in the name of Jesus, that the impact, the full scope of his impact, the full impact of his impact is touching this earth right now in the name of Jesus. It's touching the politicians right now. It's touching everybody right now. It's touching every place right now. It's touching everything right now. And there is a change taking place for the good right now it's all being worked out and turned around together for our good this morning because god is working out the details he's being impactful on it this morning so we go ahead on here in this chapter So I can get down to where I want to get to. And we see the impact that he's having right here in verses 21 and 22 of the third chapter. He's having an impact, man, on the religious people. You know, he's calling, uh, Jesus is calling out demons out of demon-possessed people this morning. That's the impact that he has over things this morning. Amen. And right here is where I want to pick up my teaching this morning. Understanding the impact that Jesus has on the crowds, the places that they're at, the things that's going on where they're at. And, and he's just having an impact, man, on these situations and circumstances, just like he's doing right now. So I want to pick up right here, uh, a man at verse number 22. And he says, and the scribes which came down from Jerusalem said he hath Bezebub and by the prince of the devil's casteth he out devil's. Come on, man, that's the wrong investigation. You're not understanding the impact that he's having. It ain't got nothing to do with Satan, because Satan, too, is going to have to bow down and worship him. People will be so quick sometimes to blame the devil for everything that's going on. No, some things are just naturally going to happen. But the key here is is to demonstrate and expose the power of Jesus Christ over these things. And they got it all backwards, just like a lot of people right now. So religious, they out there prophesying, don't even know what time it is, just saying stuff, man, trying to be wonderful, trying to seize the opportunity, trying to beg for money, trying to use this thing, man, to, to have an impact on people, man, to get people to give more money, To them and do all kinds. You can't sell this right here. You can't sell his impact. Amen. He's always going to be able to look out for his people. He already has an established agenda. You can't change him. You can't make him be somebody that he's not. He is an awesome God. He's an amazing God. He's a God that can bring something out of nothing. Chaos and he can reach in there and bring some good out of it. So they're here trying to give Satan the credit. No, Jesus is saying, uh-uh, Satan, I didn't come here. I'm not Satan don't have nothing in me. There's no there's no Satan, nothing in me. And it shouldn't be nothing about Satan in any of us. His fear is of the devil, and it's and if you if you're fearful, then you're of your father the devil, and you're lying, the truth ain't in you. That's the kind of attitude Jesus had toward these clowns right here, trying to accuse them of being used by Satan. Amen. They're gonna think that about us after a while because we, we we're we radical people you know we we understand that ever since the day of john the baptist the kingdom of god suffered violence we're acting a little violent right now these last few days because we know we're at war man and we ain't got no time to be titty tatting around with our enemy we come to make war man jesus said i came to this earth too man to make war man you know what i'm saying i came to divide and to conquer this morning amen i don't know about you You know, amen. I want to have an impact on everything that's going on, especially when it's concerning my family, it's concerning, you know, my my well-being, my health, man. Hey, I'm going to fight for my stuff and I ain't fighting for no victory. I'm fighting for the position of victory. I'm fighting that good fight of faith this morning. I'm holding on to what he promised me. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting for that. I'm fighting for that. I'm fighting to hang on to that, that he's blessed me with, amen. Verse 23, he says this, and he called them unto him and said unto them, in a parable, how can Satan cast out Satan? Amen. He's letting them know right there. Y'all got the wrong focus. Have I not had the right impact on you? Have you not seen what I have done, the miracles I have performed? Satan ain't got nothing to do with this. He's not all powerful. He's not all knowing. He's not all present. He is not all, but be- he don't love you. He hates you. He want to kill, steal, and destroy you. Ain't no way Satan can do this. He can't even cast his own self out. That's why I've got to come and do it and put an end to it. That's why I've got to come and have an impact on your life right now going forward in your generation. So he's working them up right here. You can see the awesomeness beginning to build right here of our God. Verse 24, he says, and if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. So Jesus right now is rebuking them. Amen. He's saying there's so much strife in your heart right now. Same thing we're seeing right now, man, across the globe. I never seen so many churches so divided against each other, four thousand, two hundred different beliefs out there right now. How in the world are we gonna be able to stand up against the forces of darkness and have an impact on our generation? If everybody's doing their own thing and moving in all kinds of different directions with all kinds of different philosophies and excellency of speech, enticing words. We're just making a muck of it, man. When I mean, we need to come together, man, and be one voice, you know, m- you know, many, many members, but one body man where he's the head, one faith, one spirit, one baptism man until we all come into the unity of that faith man into the statue of the full knowledge the full image of what Christ looks like my in total unison in total my God unity with his with his creation I'm telling you, we're going to be divided against ourselves and the bible said grace is going to be our fall of those who are divided against themselves. No house divided against itself can stand. It will fall and great will be the fall of it. We ain't going down because we're going to line up, come into the, the, the knowledge of who Jesus is. And we're going to, just like he is, that's how we're going to be according to 1 John 4, 17, because we're going to line up, man, with what's going on in heaven. We're praying that his will be done in our lives here in this place, just like it is in heaven. And we're going to do that until we come into the unity of the faith, And the full stature of the full knowledge of who he is. And we want him to impact us and establish us right there until he comes. And reign his righteousness over us. Amen. Satan can't cast out Satan. He's so much strife, man, and so much stuff going on in their hearts. They just want to do something so bad, man. To 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 accuse Jesus, to point a finger at Jesus. You got people out there right now. Y'all stop praying, man, and y'all start doing. Y'all start giving out food. Start doing this. Start doing that. Enough prayer. Put some legs on your prayer. Make your prayer walk. Oh, our prayer is having a it is having an effect because James said it's the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous that availeth much amen i don't mind passing out food we give away stuff right now we make donations and contributions and see people start talking to promote strife because they don't know what you're doing because you spend so much time getting your message out there spend so much time in prayer see we can do more than one thing at a time come on somebody y'all need to hear me up in here but you got those accusers out there you got those strife feel spirits out there they want to attack you man because you spend your whole life man every morning at 6 a.m for An hour you're praying, you're studying the word, you're praying, you know, you're there on Monday night, you're there on Tuesday night, you're there, man on Wednesday, you're there on Thursday, you're there on Friday. It don't take all of that. Y'all need to stop praying so much. If we stop praying, we are already doomed. Come on, somebody. We can't stop doing it. So take your strife, take your divisive spirit, and go on down the road because this is now my life. He saved me for this. Amen. Verse 25, he says, and if the house be divided against itself, it says it right there you know, that house man shall not stand. Amen. Verse 26. It even gets better. Let's see how Jesus concludes his impact. Let's see how he brings his, the finale. I love the finale, man. I love the finale. You know, I love the, you know, the big celebration when it's all said and done. Look at what he says right here and how he concludes this argument, you know, about his impact he's having On people places and things right here in this chapter he says in verse 26 and if Satan rise up against himself and be divided he cannot stand but hath an end that's the conclusion that's what Jesus said you know Jesus is having this impact on their minds right now let him have this impact on your mind right there there is an end to this thing come on y'all if Satan is trying to steal some play here it's coming to an end He ain't trying to exalt nothing in our minds. We know how this thing's gonna end. He's gonna fall again. You know, he's already defeated. Jesus already made a show of him openly. already spoiled his principalities. You go over there and read, uh, I think it's in the in the Philippians 2.15. He already said, I made a show of you openly. I already spoiled your principality. You are in change right now, man. You go read Revelation 12, and I think it's verse 5 and 6, and see where Satan is at right now. He's in change, ready to be released on the earth right now, you know, before Jesus' second coming. And so he's got these little wimps and evil spirits out there right now, going about harassing people to and fro, seeking whom they may devour. But we already know his end; it's already been determined because Jesus has already had an impact on what he can do. He's already defeated him. You know, he's already. He said there's always going to be emanating between the son of the, the the seed of the woman and Satan, always, always. That shouldn't throw us off. We shouldn't be surprised by that. But he's already defeated, and what he's trying to do right now. Is going to end, but what God is doing will never end, he's letting you know that, you know, he's already determined the end to it, he's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, you know, though thy beginnings are small, yet shall thy latter end be greatly increased, Job, Job 8 and 7, so we got, we got the scoop on this, y'all, you know, we know the impact that he's having right now, amen, so Satan will be destroying his own kingdom, ain't that something, (laughs) God to use that stuff, man, I'm telling you, against you, man, Satan, you know, let's go on verse 27. No man, now he's talking to us right now, he's talking to his followers right now, he's speaking to our generation. He says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. So he's rebuking them again and he's saying this here right here. He said, Hey, look at here, you out here, man, you know trying to fight uh, spiritual battles, man, with physical weapons. You out here, man, you know, throwing punches in the air, man. But look at here, I've given you power, okay, to bind things on earth. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. I've given you power that whatever you release on earth, it's released in heaven. You have to understand the devil is the prince of the air. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. Our job right now in this house called world, called earth, is to bind the works of the adversary. We use these lines of scripture. Some of you may think I'm, 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 I'm covering too much territory right now. No, this is going to have an impact because this is going out on podcasts. This is going out all over those places where we have influence. There are things that are being tied up right now by these scriptures that I'm declaring out there right now people's thoughts in their minds that shouldn't be there are being tied up right now amen they're not going to be twisted tossed and turning we're going to arrest some things right now because there's high things all the time that's trying to exalt itself above the knowledge of who god is and have got a lot of people out there right now impacted in a wrong way in a different way (laughs) and we're this morning going into the spirit realm into these spiritual places my god and we're tying up some of the advancements of the devil. We're tying up, tying up some things this morning that he want to use, man, to try to destroy and to kill and destroy God's people. And you take these scriptures, this is how I envision things, that I've got line upon line, chapter upon chapter, precept upon precept. I can just take it off this pages and I can wrap him up, man, and tie him down and tread upon him and whoop on him, man, that he'll know God ain't nothing to play with. God's people ain't nothing to play with because he said one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand and man there's a lot more of us right now man than just what's on this line right now but we don't know how to fight and win because we don't know what weapons to use because we got to understand the weapons of our warfare they're not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds busting up evil foundations chasing demons off man there is an anointing upon us man it is for destroying the yoke and father we pray this morning in the name of Jesus just like you had an impact on those cultures you came into places cities and towns God you went into synagogues and you bind up you tied up you turned over tables of money changers you say your father's house shall not be a house of merchandise Lord and you took out your whip and you began to whip You, Lord God hallelujah you cleaned the house you said my father's house shall be a house of purity my father's house shall be a house of power my father's house shall be a house my God of perfect praise you said my father's house my God shall be a house of prayer, God, because you want to tie up what the enemy is trying to do, God, and you want us to pray that word, use that word to tie him up, use that word to go in and spoil, Lord God, his goods, God, and and, and take over that situation and that circumstance, Lord God, and so Father, we thank you this morning because you said Satan's kingdom has to be breached by the people of God. We are breaching we're advancing we're taking territory we're claiming territory this morning that he thought he had influence in we're in various places right now and walls are coming down come on somebody walls are coming down come on somebody walls of jericho that's built around civilization built around cultures are coming down right now they're knowing the truth right now they're hearing the truth right now their eyes are coming open right now they'll be holding and seeing wondrous things from the plan of salvation the blind scales are coming off the stuff is coming out of their ears that have. Cause them not to hear. And my God, there is is an impact taking place right now under the sound of my voice right now where this message is reaching and going out right now. And their ears, my God, right now being loose to hear this morning. Their eyes are being opened to be able to see and behold wondrous things. From his plan of salvation. And some are hearing this message for the first time. And this is the truth of God's word, and it's making them free right now. And if the Son makes them free, they're free indeed, right free indeed right now. And Satan right now is fleeing for a season. He's running away because we have submitted ourselves to God this morning. And the devil is fleeing right now because he don't want to be tied up. He don't want to be bound up. He don't want my his little imps. He's already tied up, but his little imps right now are fleeing. They're running my God, and I pray they run off into the swine and drown and die this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. In verse 28, he goes on to say, <coughs> verily, verily, I say unto you, all sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men and blasphemy wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. Look, when the Holy Ghost is speaking, don't you get in his way. You let him speak. Before Jesus come back, there's going to come a great falling away. Apostasy is going to hit this earth. May have already hit it. I don't know. We was in Revelation to find out. But we do know there's something going on right now. But he said, whatever happens right now, whatever is going on right now. Amen. Don't let it cause you to commit the sin of blasphemy. And what the sin of blasphemy is, is this, when you are faced with a crisis, when you're faced with a situation, when you're faced with a phenomenon, when something happens that is almost impossible to find words to try to explain what's happening, you got to go to the word of God. Because once you go to the word of God, remember, the Holy Ghost is going to show you things to come. And if you don't go by what he shows you to come, what he brings to your remembrance of what Jesus already said was going to happen as we examine the scriptures, if you don't accept that as truth, as revelation, then you will blaspheme against the Holy Ghost. And that's what blasphemy of the Holy Ghost is. It's that time that's coming in our future where we're going to be faced with things we're faced with right now in these end times. And we got to know what the scripture says. We got to be prepared to give that answer. Because if I try to lean to my understanding, if I try to give a false prophecy or give some false idea or some philosophy or some wonderful tradition based on nothingness, then I've just blasphemed the Holy Ghost. I got the Spirit of God in me. You got the Spirit of God in you. And he will speak. He will bring things back to our remembrance. He'll flush things out of your spirit. And if you hear the word of God in your heart, you won't sin against God. You'll just go with what God says. And that's it. That's all he wants us to do. What did God say about it? This is how we're going to bind the strong man. This is how we're going to spoil his goods. We're going to tell him what thus say the Lord. Well, if I'm gonna tell him what thus said the Lord, all those other ones who don't follow Christ, to have the right impact so that God get all the glory, we got to give him his word. We got to publish the scripture, we got to declare it, we gotta tell it on the mountaintop, we gotta tell it in the valley low, we gotta tell it everywhere we go. God wants his people to know the truth. So let's get these last two verses right here. And it says in verse 29 But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness but is in danger of eternal damnation that's what it comes down to god right now is having an impact on our society he's having an impact on the world right now because he's trying to get everybody man to come to him now turn to him now don't turn to your own understanding don't lean to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path even through this 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 period of attack right now by this coronavirus and all this other crazy information that's being spewed out there, it is having the wrong impact on the minds of the people. And Jesus is saying, if you look at my track record, go back and vet me. You see the impact that I had on every class of people, you know, all the way back. You go back to chapter one of Mark and read all the way up to where we at right now. And you will see over and over again, the multitude of challenges and things that tried to oppose who Jesus was. And he had an impact on them and the outcome was incredible. And that's what I'm looking for right now. That God who was there in the, in, the, in the then, he had not changed. We learned that yesterday. He's the same. He said, I have not changed, man of God. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I will not change. There's no way. I'm still able to have the same impact and determine the same outcomes right now. I'll bring it to pass. If I said it, I'll do it. Hey, Shabbat for my name's sake. And so I want him to show up and have the same impact, the same outcome, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. And if he can impact past generations, he can impact present generations and future generations. So can the world. So can Satan. But we represent him. We're his ambassadors. We're God's ambassadors. We're truth brokers, you know. And upon this rock, he's going to build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it amen and so there it is again you know he said there is one danger that we got to be concerned about and that's that unpardonable sin amen that ascribes to God's work compared to Satan's work you know and we're doing his work we're not doing Satan's bidding we're not of Satan we're of our father you know the Lord Jesus Christ last verse verse 30 because they said he hath an unclean spirit See, don't ever accuse God of something that he's not. He's told you about who I am. He said, Moses said, who do I tell sent me? I am that I am. I'm the light of the world. I'm the lion of the tribe of Judah. I'm God Almighty. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You know, you know, you know. I'm life. I give life. But I can also take it away. Fathers, we come to this uh, juncture, Lord God, in the teaching this morning, we just thank and praise you, Father God, and we pray this morning, even now, Father, that as we have been sharing your word, as we walk through, uh, Lord God, some episodes, some, some some challenges, some some attacks, some some, some accusations, some things that were that were that were made and said about you, some things that were attempting and tried to destroy you, but in the midst of it all, you released an impact on the hearts and the minds of those people, those places, and the things that they tried to accuse you of. You demonstrated who you were. And so, Father, you, 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 you challenged them. And so we thank you that in the name of Jesus, we see how Jesus challenged these situations and circumstances. I pray today in the name of Jesus that you open our eyes and enlighten us that we might behold and see, God, that there is a better way, God. We don't have to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. We just have to open up and allow him to be God in us <coughs> because he's a guide. He's an intercessor. He's a teacher. Lord God, he's the one that show us the way and even point out things that are to come. He's the one God that gives us the power to declare and decree things, Lord. He's the one that brings every bit of your teaching back to our remembrance that, God, we might be able to walk, God, in your divine purpose, to walk. In the power, God, in the leading of your spirit, Lord God. So help us this morning, Lord God, to humble ourselves, Lord God, and to look toward heaven and cry out, God, lament these things that are going on right now until that power of God becomes become upon us and, 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 and calls us, God. To rise up in victory, Lord God. I'm talking and speaking this morning, Father, in the Holy Ghost this morning, across the face of this earth, God, in every place that we have impact. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your influence and your impact is reaching far and near and wide, oh God, high and low, God, that your impact right now is taking an effect on the hearts and minds and the ears of those listeners that are out there searching for answers, God, tossed to and fro, turning all over the place, God, don't know what to do, God, about to throw the towel in, but I pray that they hear the Holy Ghost this morning saying that he has not changed. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. You're still doing miracles today. You're still healing today. God, you're still, God, saving souls today, God. You're still married to the backslider. You're still calling your prodigal sons and daughters home, Lord God. Back to the Father's love. Turn back towards you. Repent. Come out of your sins. Come out of your sinful ways this morning, God, and you will forgive our sins as a land, oh God, and you will heal our diseases, oh God. Thank you for sending out your word this morning. I thank you that it's having a profound impact right now on cultures and generations to come, and even right now in this present generation. Your word is falling like dew this morning, God, and we thank you this morning, and we praise you this morning that you're having an impact on us this morning. You're having an impact on all who hear God, this word, this message this morning. So we thank and praise you, Lord God, for the return, Lord God. And Father, we thank you for helping us, delivering us, forgiving us, for blaspheming the Holy Spirit, God. And so we yield ourselves to you this morning, Holy Ghost. And we ask you to ignite God's people, to set a fire. Can we kill them that blaze this morning? Stir up those rivers of living water. Let them overflow our banks this morning with joy and excitement about being a witness under the power and testimony of the Holy Ghost that is in us this morning. Greater is he that's in us than he that is in this world. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. You said that after that, the Holy Ghost come upon you. You shall receive power, Acts 1 and 8 to be a witness unto you, Jesus. And so we witness unto your greatness this morning. We witness unto the impact that you've had on generations past and you're having on our generation and you're going to have on our seed and our seed seed generation. So we look to you this morning again, the alpha and the omega, the author and finisher of our faith this morning. And we trust you wholeheartedly this morning. We bind every attempt and plan of the enemy right now to deceive many We bind him right now. We tie him up with the truth. We tie him up with your scriptures this morning, Lord God. And we declare what we know about him, that he's already defeated and under our feet this morning. Thank you in the name of Jesus for giving us the power this morning to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power in the works of the adversary this morning, God. We thank you for giving us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His shed blood has already washed our sins away, Lord God. His beaten and broken body has already healed us this morning with those stripes. He's already became a curse for us, God. He's already had an impact, oh God on our lives, present, past, and future, and we give him all the praise, the glory, and the honor that he will continue to have an impact, Lord God, for good, Lord God, even in the midst of this coronavirus right now, we've got release, God, the grace, the mercy, the love, and the power of God, the anointing of God to destroy this thing, God, in the name of Jesus, rip it up, God, tear it up, God, burn it up, consume it, God, as you consume us this morning, as a consuming fire. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And so, Father, we thank you. Let it be an outpouring of your spirit today on all flesh in all places, Lord God. And let us feel that protection, Lord God. Go into the halls of Congress and pour out your spirit. Go into the Oval Office and pour out your spirit, Lord God. Go into all these governorships, these mayorships, oh God. Go into all these continents where you got kings and queens and pour out your spirit, Lord God, on all that flesh, Lord God. Consume it this morning is our prayer, God, and liberate your people, Lord God. Let them know that you're God. freedom. Let them know that you got all the power, God, to do it. You got all the wisdom. You have all the knowledge. You have all, my God, the credentials, oh God. You are the great I am, and we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor this morning. Awesome is our God. Awesome is our God. Mighty is our God, is our prayer this morning. God, be awesome. Be mighty. Be El Shaddai. Be the Most High God. That hiding place that we can dwell in and find safety it is our prayer this morning. Not only for us, families represented on this line, people everywhere, God, who are reaching for answers, searching for answers in all the wrong places. May they turn now to you, God, and look toward heaven that they might receive the help they need. In Jesus' wonderful name it is our prayer this morning. Amen and amen.
1: Praise be to God on this Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast. Pray online, lifeline. Praise be to God. Thank God for everyone tuning in this morning. Amen. Being committed. Amen. That's the key word this morning. Just being committed for Christ. Amen. For Jesus Christ. Amen. Dedicated. Amen. Dedicated in this walk that we have for God every single morning that we get on 6 o'clock a.m. We're never missing a moment. We're never missing an opportunity. Praise be to God, because it is truly bringing an impact on our lives and is bringing an impact on the world. As the people that is that is living in this world on this earth, Amen. They are they are receiving the word of God that is continually to go out according to Isaiah five and eleven. He says, so shall my word go forth, it will not return void, but it will accomplish what it was set out to do. So we're so grateful to have another day, worship, to praise God, amen, to seek God, to know God, amen, to understand, amen, everything that is going on in the earth. And I thank God for everyone coming on each and every morning, being committed, amen, committed to the calling that God has on your life, amen, because he said, according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, and you can go back and look the scripture, but he said, for I know the plans that I have for my people, plans for peace and not evil, plans for you and I to have an effected end with a hope and a future, amen. That's God's plan for our life, for we to have a hope and a future. So regardless of, or what's going on in the earth with the coronavirus with all other different types of disease and infection and calamities and And things that that people are doing to create new sin is on the earth. We thank God amen that we're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, amen. He was a slain lame lamb that was slain for the foundation of the earth and we thank God Amen for his presence through it all, through the situation. We're facing right now, praise be to God. We thank God for it. God. And I thank God, amen, that you open up your ears and your eyes this morning and throughout the day, amen, let this word register in your heart that it shall not fall on fallow ground, amen. So praise be to God. Thank you for your opportunity, amen, to tune in and chime in on the Creative Prayer Culture for God, Prayer Line Podcast, amen, Lifeline, hospital. Amen. A resource, Amen, for you to come back to restock, amen, on your spiritual armor, your spiritual tools, amen, that you would need in order to live in this dark and desolate world for the Lord of the, the Lord of God, Amen. His word says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the spiritual wickedness and principalities of the dark and heavenly places, thanks to God. And this is a spiritual. Warfare that we are fighting, amen. We're not only fighting in the physical, but we're fighting in the spiritual realm, amen. And He said that our weapon of warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through God of pulling down strongholds, amen. God is pulling down stronghold with His word, and that's why we tune in every day, amen, so that we can get that spiritual uh, uh, tool that we need to pull down these strongholds because God is moving in the earth, amen, regardless of what you hear on the news, regardless of what you hear on social media, regardless of what you hear by he say, she say, amen, you stand on the word of God, amen, you stand on his word, amen, his word is making an impact on everyone, amen, every person, place, and theme, and every generation, as Pastor Lester from yesterday had taught us, amen, according to Mark chapter Three, start with verse 1 through 30 about the impact that Jesus made on all all things that's going on on this earth. And please put your phone on mute please. Praise be to God. Jesus Christ impacts every person, place and thing in every generation. Now, watch this. He said every person. Amen. That means everybody. Amen. It rains on the just as well as the unjust. The wheat and the tares got to grow together. He said every place. So no matter if it's here in America, in this nation, all over the world, in Italy, in China, in Japan, in Brazil, amen. He said in every place, amen, and everything. So everything that is moving in the earth, Jesus is impacting every person, place, and thing. And I love how he said every generation. Amen. Did y'all catch that yesterday? Amen. Every generation. That not only means our generation, what we're living in right now, saints of God, but remember, God said he is the same God as today, yesterday, and forevermore, according to Hebrews chapter 13 and 8. So God said every generation, saints of God. Oh, my God, I just lifted my spirit when I heard that message yesterday. Every generation. That means that we're prepared not only for ourselves, but our seed, seed amen, our children, children, amen. You got the people in the world right now in certain states where they say they just done canceled our school for the whole entire year. But I'll bind that up in the name of Jesus because that is not going to happen, amen. It is just a trick of the enemy. But our God, amen, will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus, in every generation. So we're not only looking out for ourselves, but we're looking out for our cc, our children's children. Amen. We can't use up all the resources in the earth, amen, the United States. If they continue to use all the resources that they have right now, it's stated that in less than 11 years, thanks to God, they would have been used of all the oil, all the coal, all of the, the natural resource, the trees, everything will be wiped out if they continue to they'll operate in this high demand that people are looking for. So that's why we got to continue to pray. We got to continue to seek God, Amen. Because the enemy is not going to come to steal, kill, and destroy our next generation, Amen. Because God be for us. Who in the world can be against us? So praise be to God. As we go on, Amen. And I and I share with you all from yesterday, from Pastor Left, Amen. He talked about Jesus Christ and every person, place, and scene in every generation. And he came out of Mark chapter three, verses one through thirty in the King James Version. I I applaud you that you go back and and read that, Amen, listen to it on our Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast, amen, because it is truly lining up with the will of God, amen. That's what we're doing. We're coming on every morning, and it's don't we don't consider it to be robbery. We don't consider it to be a hindrance. We love to come on every morning, all day. We can do this all day, amen, and y'all see it, amen. You see it in the spiritual realm, amen. You can see that is what it's coming down to, amen. I got our I, I place set up, amen, as a podcast uh, media center, amen, because, you know, we, we got to stay out in front of this face of God, amen. We got to come out our comfort zone, praise be to God. So I just took all the equipment that I have from the church, amen, and I bought it here at the house, amen, and set up a podcast media center so that we can get a clear message out to the people, amen, because we want people to know that we are still praying, we're still seeking God, we're still yearning for God in his way of doing things in the earth, and we know that God said that he would never leave us or forsake us, that he would be with us even to the end of time, amen? And this is not the day of the being of the end of time, amen? This is not the day. So we're going to go into our Lord's Prayer at the same prayer when the disciple asked Jesus, Lord, how do we pray? What do we pray for and Jesus made it so simple to them, amen, and he taught them how to pray. He said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debt, and we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For that's the kingdom and the power and the glory. God, it all belongs to you. You own everything in the earth. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are Jehovah Nisei. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for waking us up this morning, giving us another opportunity, Lord, to pray, to seek your face, Father God, to find you, Father God. You said, according to Jeremiah thirty-three and three, if you call upon me, I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things, things you do not know. But I will reveal those things to you in the spirit. My God, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your presence, God. We thank you, Father God, for seeing everything that is going on in the earth and being control of every sign and wonders that is happening in the earth, Father God. You said, bless our souls. Who seek, Father God, my God, you said blessed are those who seek. they shall find, Father God. So God, we thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord, that those who seek, Father God, your faith, to seek your will, Father God, that they continue to stay on this creature prayer culture for God podcast, prayer line, and continue to time in, continue to be dedicated, committed, Father God, to your word, Father God. My God, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that we send this word out, Father God, that every hearer endure of the word, Father God, that you said faith coming by hearing, and hearing is the word of God. So, Father, we thank you in the majesty, majesty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. Praise be to God, amen. As we've prayed before, amen, the message that Pastor left them talked and prayed about yesterday in Mark, amen, chapter 3, 1 through 30, amen. I advise you to go back and look up that scripture, amen. There's a whole lot of good nuggets in there. I'm still chewing on it right now, praise be to God, because every word of the Lord, amen, is good according to Psalms 34 and 8, amen. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good, amen, and he is truly good to all of us, amen, he has woken us up this morning, praise be to God, and started us on our day, amen, as we send out his anointing that destroys the yokes and the strongholds of his people, amen. I want to turn your attention, amen, today, praise be to God, and Mark, amen, I'm sorry, in Matthew chapter 12 and 38, that's Matthew chapter 12 and 38, praise be to God, and we're going to be talking about this morning, amen, let's talk about an impact how Jesus impacts every person, place, and thing in every generation. I got to keep saying that, amen, because it's so awesome, amen, And the word of the Lord, amen, always comes like fresh manna from heaven, amen. And we're going to talk about the desire for signs, amen. As we see it in the earth right now, everybody's desire for signs. They desire to hear, to see what the, the president is doing. They're trying to find out. What is this leader doing about this coronavirus? They trying to find out. Okay, uh, y'all, y'all had a session yesterday, and you said that The check was coming. You got people actually standing and looking out the window for the mailman to come for the check to come. But my God, if you look to the hill, what's coming? Your health. Your help coming from the Lord, Amen. We ain't depending on nothing from man, amen. What can man do to us? Amen. All of our resources, sources come from God, thanks of God. Amen. So I tell you, thanks of God. You look for a sign, but desire the sign to come from God. Amen. Look and see and taste and see that the Lord is good. And it's says, stated in Matthew chapter 12 and 38. Amen. It says, Then some of the scribes and the Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign. It was a testing. They need. They wanted to see a miracle from you, proving that you are what you claim to be. My God, they trying to put Jesus Christ on the spot. You can't put God on the spot. God is El Shaddai. He's Elohim. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. Amen. You don't catch God by surprise. Amen. God can do whatever He wants. Them I told you in Hebrews thirteen and eight, He's the same God. As today, yesterday and forevermore. He's the same God that provided us signs and wonders, Amen, for Moses for the children of Israel to come out of Egypt, Amen. And he parted the sea, Amen. They walked on dry ground, praise be to God. He even had a sun by day and a moonlight by night, amen, and a cloud to cover them throughout the day. He brought down fresh manna from heaven, amen. He he instructed Moses, Amen, to strike the rock, and water came out, praise God, fresh water. So he feed, amen, he feed us with his word, amen, his word is life. But here they were trying to uh, uh, test them, amen, to see if he can prove that there is a sign out there for him to claim who he is. He already God, amen. But he said here, but he replied and said to them, an evil and adulterous generation that is morally unfaithful to God now crave and demand a miraculous sign. That's what they wanted. They wanted to see a sign. They wanted to see some type of movement or change in the atmosphere as what the people on this earth is looking for right now. They're looking for something to happen boom, right now. They want something to drop out of the sky so they can see, okay, we know that he is a true and living God. But watch this now. Jesus is so wise. He said, And crave and demand a miraculous sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Y'all remember Jonah? For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of never will stand up as witness as the judgment against this generation. Remember, Pastor to say every generation, this generation, and we're condemned it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. He's trying to inform there, if you go back and look at the word in the book of Jonah, amen, you will see when Jonah was, was, was cast out, amen, and he was... He got cast into a large fish. It didn't say what type of fish it was. It just said a large fish. Go back and read that, praise be to God. But he got cast out, amen, because Jonah did not want to do what God required him to do. Now, in this sense, praise be to God, Jesus, amen, is going to be sent, sent down to the belly of the earth, amen, inside, praise be to God. And he was telling them that someone greater than Jonah is here right now, standing in front of you. It's the king of kings and the Lord of Lord. And he goes on and said in verse 42, the queen of the South, which was Queen Sheba. Y'all remember reading in the word, and amen. When Queen Sheba came up, amen, and she had to to test amen David to see, I'm sorry, Solomon, and see if he was all that everybody claimed him to be, as the king, amen, that sat on the throne. So she came up from the south and would stand up as a witness at the judgment against this generation. You remember when Queen Seba came up and she seen all the Solomon men and women standing at the position of attention. Like we say in the military, lock, caught, ready to rock, Amen. They was on point. Amen. They didn't miss a moment. The 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 area, the atmosphere was so established with the anointing of God because he had all of the jewelry, had all the gold and sapphire. He has he, he had the trees of Lebanon, Amen. I have not seen that was around, and he took all of that. But Solomon knew, amen, this is not everything that God has for us, amen. So she, amen, even said, she came, amen, from the ends of the earth, praise be to God, and listened to the wisdom of Solomon, and now something greater than Solomon is here, amen. Where do you think that Solomon got that wisdom from in Proverbs, amen, and the songs of our songs, amen. Praise be to God. in Ecclesiastes, what do you think he got those wisdom from? He got it from Jesus. Jesus said, here is someone that is greater than Solomon. Amen. You're seeing the signs right before you, saints of God. And I love this. And this is where we're going to. In verse 43, amen. He said, now with the unclean spirit. That's an unclean spirit. That is not the spirit of God. That's an unclean spirit that is out there, amen, that is Satan, that is his adversary, that's the two other brothers. He said, has gone out of a man and roamed through warless and dry places, amen. So that let us know that people, they can entice these, these evil, demonic spirits out there where they can come back into them, amen. They can dwell in them. They're looking for a vessel. They're looking for a place. And it's, it's, it's seeking a, a living organism, amen, to operate in. But the only way that he can come in, if we allow him or her or whatever it is, amen, it's a, diva, it's a, it's a devil spirit, if we allow that spirit to come back in. But he, Jesus said when it goes out of a man, it rolls through water, dry, arid places, in search of rest. But it does not find it. Watch this, Thanks to God. Then it said, I will return to my house. What do you think that house is? That house is the body. Amen. The temple. This body that God created is looking to come back to the house. But watch this. From which I came and when it arrived, it finds the place unoccupied. Amen. Well, and put in order. So in other words, when Jesus said that when a spirit, an evil spirit, unclean spirit, leaves a person, it goes and tries to find places. These people are being possessed by the spiritual wickedness and darkness and principalities in the dark and heavenly places. Those spirits are influencing uh, the people of God, God's people to make choices and, 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 and do things out of their power and out of their will, under their flesh. Well, remember god said we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but we wrestle against the spiritual wickedness and principality of the dark and heavenly places so when it goes out it tries to find another hope this is the things that was in our past these are the pastless things these are the things that we've done with our heart with our mouth with our eyes with our hands. But remember, God said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and 17, he said, therefore any man be in Christ. He is a new creation. Old things are passed away, but old new things are yet to come. Amen. Those are old things, old familiar spirit, old tradition. Amen. Always are receiving a sign. Old familiar saying and suit saying and what my grandma and my granddaddy and my great uncle said, amen, had nothing to do with the word of God, amen. I've got to hear what the word is saying. I don't want to hear nobody's opinion. I don't want to hear nobody's suggestion. I want to hear the word, amen, when it comes off this phone line, when it comes off social media, when it comes across someone's voice coming out of their mouth, I want to hear the word of God, amen. That's the only thing. I don't want to hear nobody saying that What this is what they're saying. This is what they're saying over here. This is what they're saying over there. I don't go by he saying, she saying stuff. If the word of God is not coming out of their mouth, my ears are having on. I have a muffler over my ears, amen. I have concrete blocks over my ears because I'm not going to endure none of that evil, demonic, so saying, witchcraft talking, amen but I'm going to hear the word of God, and I know you want to hear the word of God. That's why you chime in this morning, amen, every morning to hear the sound doctrine that is coming out, amen, from God's mouth. So he say here, and we're looking at verse 45, then it goes and bring with it, watch this now, seven, that's seven, that not only means completion for us, amen, but seven, you see, seven other spirits With an S, more wicked than itself. That means it's coming back, amen, with seven other spirits because it got passed out. And there is a a, a, a chain of command, just like we have in the military. There's a chain of command of these demonic spirits that is out there. Satan has a commander. He has a general. He has a, a lieutenant colonel. He has a major. He has a captain. He has... A second lieutenant. He has a first lieutenant. He has these little amps, I call them anchor biter. He has these little the amps and vets that is out there that is doing his will. And as they come out in layers, praise be to God. But if the one like a such as a father, who is the lowest of the lowest, if he a man don't obey what his commander say, that's why he go back and get seven other spirits more wicked than he is. And it says here, and and, and and they make themselves, amen, and they go in and make their home there, amen. And the Bible said, in the last condition of that man becomes worse than the first. My God, in the name of Jesus. That's why we got to keep the word of God in our heart, amen. Just like God said, the people of Israel, his children, his chosen generation, amen. They they sanctify themselves. They purify themselves. They consecrate themselves away from idolatry and, and, and things that that, that that the paganism pagan generation was doing. But they did not put the love of God back in their heart, and that's why that demonic and evil unclean spirit has a host to come back. Because we can ask God, Lord, forgive me of my sins. God, I repent. Repent me of my sins for forgiveness, God. But if you're not putting the love back into that body, into that soul, the evil spirit is easily to come back, to remain in there, and it's not only going to come back, it want to come back with seven other evil demonic spirits more wicked than it is. Amen. And the Bible said the consistent saints of God is worse than before. That's why the Word of God said a double mind man is unstable, in all his ways, my God. So that's why we got to keep the love of God in our hearts. It is a sign, amen, for us, amen, to prevent, praise be to God, these unclean and demonic spirits from coming back into our house. Now, I'm not just saying a brick and mortar. I'm talking about the soul, praise be to God. God looks for the soul of a, of a child, amen. He looks for the soul of a servant, praise be to God. And we, as children of God, amen, we got to keep all of that filthiness, amen, lucrative, lust of the eye, pride the life, amen, amen. We got to keep that stuff out of our mentality, our, 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 our atmosphere, amen, if I want to say it that clearly, praise be to God. But we want to make sure that we put back the love of God back in our heart, amen. When we begin when we give our life over to Christ, amen, that is the first beginning, amen. Cause the Bible says that we must work out our souls. Splendid the word of God, the splendor of the holy word. Lord, we pull it down right now. Every stronghold, every wall of Jericho, every lion's den has been shut up in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that you're tearing out every giant, Father God, that is roaming on this earth, God. This beast, this giant, this this spiritual wickedness of this coronavirus, God. We're pulling it down right now in the name of Jesus because it has no dominion, it has no power. My God, in the name of Jesus, so Lord, we declare and decree, Father God, that the word go forth, Father God. Busting up, crushing up, destroy everything of the enemy, our adversary, that goes around seeking who he may devour. He goes around the rowing line. My God, Jesus said that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I got news for your faith. Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundant. So God, we thank you in the name of Jesus that the battle is already won, God. That when that spirit left us, God, that past mistake, God, that hindering, Father, God, that was stopping us from moving forward, God, that was stopping us creating a hindrance and a distraction so that we could not get in your word, God. But I thank you in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you said, come on back to the Bible, God. Come back to my strength. Come back to my love, God. Let's get back to the basic, God. Let's get back to where it used to be, God. With the time that we have for you, God, that we dedicate this time, God, because this is a sign that you are showing all of your people, God, that you need to get back to the Holy Cross, God. Get back to God, my God. Quit all the hustling and the bustle. Quit being like Martha. Be more like Mary. Get down at the feet of Jesus and call out his name in the name of Jesus. Get down, my God, and raise your hand and surrender everything to God. Because this is how we fight our battle, mind God, when we raise our hands up and we surrender everything to God. This is how we fight our battle. Our battle is not flesh and blood, but our battle is the spiritual wickedness that is going on in the earth, in the atmosphere, in the universe, mind God, in the name of Jesus. So this is how we fight our battle. We surrender everything to God. We submit unto God. We resist the enemy, and he shall flee from us. Because God said, if he be for us, Who in the world can be against us? My God, in the name of Jesus. So we are victorious in everything that the Lord has given us. We are victorious, my God, in everything that Jesus has spoken, my God, in the foundation of the earth, my God. He had already declared it, that we have victory. We are the seed of the righteous, my God. The word of God said, never have I seen the righteous forsaken no see begging for bread so god we thank you in the name of jesus that we don't have to go out of our house and beg for anything god because you supply everything that we need god fresh manna from heaven god it is the word of god that we live on my god in the name of jesus he said heaven and earth have passed away but my word can stand forever so lord we're standing on the hilltop my god in the name of jesus We have used what you have required us to use, God, which is the unadulterated, sound doctrine, the Word of God that was written before time. And those things that was written for our love and comfort of the Spirit, Father God, that we may have hope, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that this Word was written by the inspiration of apostles and the prophets of the old Father God. And God, we only listen to what your Word say, God. That's the only sign that we have in our heart, God. That's the only sign that we need in our heart, God. So God we give you the honor, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, God, for giving us this opportunity to be committed in your word, God. My God, in the name of Jesus, it is an action, Father God. Your sign is an action. It is a gesture, Father God. It is information and instruction that you are giving to your people, God. Over this creation of prayer culture for God podcast, God, we thank you for the phone line. We thank you for all of the social media, the platform that we have to continue to get this word out all over the world, God. We're reaching, Father God, every continent that is on this earth, Father God. We thank you in the name of Jesus, God, that those who are tuning in and listening, Father God, that they stay it in the word, God, that they continue to pray in their house, Father God. They continue to pray on their dog, Father God. They're praying, Father God, because you said when a man's way pleases you, God, you will even make your enemies be at peace with you, God. We thank you in the name of our enemy are at peace with a God. praise be to God. Thanks to God. Amen. Praise be to God. Sign. Amen. A gesture or action used to convey information or instruction. Amen. And that is what Jesus gave to the disciple. Amen. That he's given to us. Praise be to God. And the only sign that you need, praise be to God, is the sign of God. Amen. His word. Praise be to God. So thank you for joining us again this morning. Praise be to God. 6 o'clock a.m. Amen. Come back tomorrow, praise be to God. We will continue on. Amen. Pastor Steven, my lovely wife, amen, we will be delivering the message tomorrow morning. Amen. Join us this morning, praise be to God. And don't consider that to be robbery. Amen. Come together as we continue to preach this word, teach this word, and preach it with love and truth. Amen. Without compromising. Amen. Praise be to God. May you have a blessed day in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. God bless
0: everyone. Love you. Lord. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump in here and get started. Amen. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is our Tuesday night Bible study tonight and uh, we just thank God for all of our Bible uh, scholars that are coming on tonight to bring their insights and comments and uh, all their wonderful testimonies that we've already heard. So we know that God is moving across the face of the earth in various places. Uh, by His Spirit. So we give Him praise for that, for every testimony, for the Bible declares in the book of Revelation, the 12th chapter, verses 10 through 11, it says that we overcome them by the blood of the Lamb that was already slain before the foundation of the world, and by the word of our testimony, and we love not this life that we're now living in the flesh unto death, because there's something else after this life. But we got to go through this life to get to that eternal life and rest that the father promised us. But I love the, the the second step of that when he says the testimony of our lips, meaning his word has to be the testimony. It has to replace what we are doing and be substituted by what he's done, is doing, and will do, promised to do in the future. So we give God praise for all of you tonight. Amen. And we're going to be again going back into the book of Psalms, chapter 91. Uh, last week we did an introduction and we covered about three verses of that. And uh, I'm just taking my time and breaking it down, giving all the details because I believe this passage of scripture is so appropriate to every season where we deal with various uh, uh, viruses, various attacks of any type, you know, in, in, in people's lives and places that we, we, we see things taking place all over the world. And so I believe that this particular passage of scripture fits what's going on in every place with every person and with everything that's happening because it gives us an outlet. It gives us a safe place where we can run to. But sometimes we just grab a verse of it here, a verse of it there, a piece of it there. We break it up and chip it up, chop it up. And we don't get the full uh the bible said eat the, the whole loaf we gotta eat the whole thing ingest the whole things and it's a very powerful 16 verses of scripture so the lord laid it upon me about a week ago to go ahead and take my time because i love psalms 91 i pray it i confess it i meditate on it i read it i study it and it has really been a source of strength for me and uh from the way i see people using it, it's probably one of the most referred to scriptures out there when i look on social media uh, sometimes in part and sometimes in full and sometimes you know people take eat half of the loaf they eat a slice of the loaf but sometimes there's an occasion where somebody eat the whole loaf and so I just wanted to take and explore it in detail and, and invite a lot of you to come along and let's just go into this passage and kind of see what we can pull out of there amen because there's so much packed away there and I still hear someone talking so that tells me you don't have your phone on mute so if you'll do that at this time uh, we want this to be very clear and without a lot of voices uh, in the background. And when we finish tonight with the teaching portion, I'll let you come back and, and you can share your comments at that time. Amen. So let's just go ahead and pray uh, right now as we open this word up. Father, as we come again tonight to continue our exploration of Psalms 91, as we got started last week. And Father, we're, we're seeking tonight Uh, as David sought for the people of God as he wrote uh, this particular psalm, or or whether it was him or Moses, uh, that's not our concern tonight. We just thank God that it was written and it was given to the people of God in that day and age, and we're using it right now because it prepares us, Lord God, for protection and safety and security going forward, because you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. You do not change, and Uh, We thank you that this particular passage of scripture have so many other parallel passages of scripture that we can go and, and refer to and draw strength, Lord God. And so we thank you that even tonight as we pray according to the book of Psalms, chapter 12, as David was so destitute about trying to find comfort in what man could provide to him. And so he turned to you, God, and he craved as we're craving right now during this time of Corona virus, Lord God, and and being told to stay put and stay in and do not come out unless it's absolutely necessary. Father, we crave your help right now because you told us in Psalm 46 that in the times of trouble that we would just look to the here from which cometh our help, you would be a very present help in the time of trouble. So we look to you tonight, the author, the finisher and the developer of our faith and we pray and we crave, we lament over this coronavirus right now. We lament over all the hurt, harm that it has caused people right now. Even have shaken up Lord God our economic system it is shaken up our political system it is shaken up Lord God our education system it is shaken up our religious institutions God where they've even closed their doors and people in Louisiana right now are dying Lord God because they decided to not follow the heed and take heed to the warning and they went to church Lord God and now some of them have been all in Arkansas Father God so we're just praying Lord God as we seek your help right now that we will be wise as serpents in this this hour, Lord God, and we would take heed to all of the warning and do what is necessary to protect ourselves physically as we seek now how to balance out the physical protection, the physical safety, the physical security, Lord, the scientific and medical research, Lord God, that it be applied to the decisions that we make, that we can make better and well-informed decisions to protect ourselves physically. But we look to you right now for that spiritual wisdom and insight that we need, Lord God, that we can run to because we're in a relationship with you. And as David asked you for help, Lord God, we now ask you for help. And we pray, God, that there's any judgment, if there's any punishment to be delved out to anyone who physically caused this. If this was at the doing of man's hands, God, we allow you to deal with that wickedness. We allow you to judge it and help us to restrain ourselves and not judge anything before it's time. We're looking to you now for help. We need help right now. As we continue to lament over this coronavirus and what's taking place in our country right now and around the world, we lift it all up to you, Father. And we give you praise, glory, and honor. Now guide us through this on tonight, Father, is our prayer tonight in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Bless this teaching now. Let it go out and fall on good ground. Give ears to hear, heart to receive, and eyes to behold and see wondrous things now from your plan of salvation. We thank you for all that have joined us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, then. Well, what we're going to do now is uh, I want to start out tonight by reading a few verses of Scripture out of the book of Psalms, chapter 12, before we pick up at verse uh, three from Psalm 91. But just listen to these words, and I want you to listen to these words intently with an open, with an open. put your phone on mute, please, please, please. I beseech you. I ask you, please amen so as i read these verses of scripture i just want you to hear the similarity hear how parallel it is to psalms 91 amen it's one of those parallel psalms so listen to this and okay. be, be encouraged by it. amen and again it's the book of psalms chapter 12 this is just going to be my introduction tonight in jesus name and it it reads like this and it says this is david you got to understand he's he's so destitute because he's he's looked to uh, men for help, men for support, men for answers, and we see a lot of that going on right now in our country. Everybody's grabbing, but we have a, a leader of the free world right now, and I hate, hate to say it, but the president, and he's defying all of the counsel of the scientists, the doctors, the experienced people, you know, the military minds, all of those governors and mayors, and he's pretty much going long ranger and doing his own thing, and so David was in that same predicament where you know he had been consulted and received counsel from all the human uh you know the human mindsets and it wasn't enough so he turned to god because he was so destitute of their effort and and they couldn't they couldn't bring him to a level of being comfortable with what the what the situation was so he turned to god and he asked god for help and he asked god to judge those people because he did, he was a king and he could have judged them. he could have he could have did a lot of things to him but he didn't he didn't fire him he didn't tell him to go away he didn't tell him to shut up he just let God handle that portion of it. So listen at his argument uh, tonight as we introduce uh, Psalms 91. This is chapter 12 of Psalms. And he says this. He says, help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. I tried all of them. I've sought all of them. I don't, I don't like what none of them had to say. For the faithful fail from among the children of men. Evil times are not changing just because man tried to govern human affairs without any counsel from God, godly people, experienced people in certain areas of expertise. It just doesn't happen. It just invites more evil. You know, got an adversary out there going back and forth, seeking whom he may devour. And when we leave a crack, he will invite himself in that crack, and he will cause more division. And we know that a house divided against itself cannot stand. It will fall, and great will be the fall of it. I don't want to be on a course for a crash course. You know, so I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus, that that evil that is spreading right now through this coronavirus is not so much the virus. I believe God going to defeat that. But it's all these other undercurrents that's surfacing right now as a result of it. The economy is tanking right now. You know, you've got religious systems and churches out there closing right now. All of these things right now, kids can't go to school. So our education system right now is being affected, even though they're giving a break on student loans, you know, all that the political system is in an uproar right now. They can't even pass a bill to, to help people that are out of work right now. So you got this, all these systems that we put so much trust and confidence in right now, you can't run to them for support right now. You can't turn to them. They're shut down basically right now. And God has just allowed these systems that we have put so much confidence in to be turned upside down. So all of the evil, all of the You know, the the failure is like it's turned upside down and it's being poured out right now so that we can we can be we can be still and just look at it and see the salvation of the Lord. At work because he is really exposing the heart of this nation right now, letting us see where we have failed and come up short right now. Because we have decided to lean toward our own understanding. Instead of acknowledging God as a nation, as a blessed nation in all of our ways, you know, he's not directing our path right now. He's directing the small remnant of people that's getting together praying who have not taken their confidence and trust and dependence out of God. We're still doing that. Amen. We'll still be in that faithful future we still understand that we're God's people called by his name we have humbled ourselves and decided to pray we've turned from our wicked ways you know judging the government and pointing fingers at them and right now so we're seeking God's help right now amen and if man continue to try to reject God and lean to what they think is right we're never going to get there amen we're going to become more divided we're going to create more evil outcomes that we got to deal with in the long run but I thank God he's turning this system that we've depended on upside down right now, letting us see that without Him, we can't do anything. We can't prevail as a nation, a blessed nation. We can call ourselves blessed, but I need the blessings that show up in them homes right now where people don't have jobs. I need them blessings to show up right now, you know, where, where, where these medical uh, staff people can be protected. I need these industries to make those uh, those uniforms, those masks, do all those physical things right now. Amen but we're going to continue to pray and seek the face of God because David said, Lord, I need help in these evil times. And he told us, man, in Ephesians 5, he said, look here, redeem the time because the days are evil. Redeem the time because the days are evil. This is how we redeem the time. We pray as God's people and he forgive our sins and he heal our land and he puts us back to work. Amen. And so verse 2, he says, they speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips, and with a double heart, do they speak, so he's saying, you know, it's like sin is universal right now, nobody wants you to say anything about God right now, I'm getting feedback from people talking about, yeah, pray, but put some legs on your prayer, there's a lot of legs on, out there right now that is feeding people, and doing things right now, I just wish that they get a little bit more support from the top, that's, that's what I wish, you know, God has got people out there in place, foot soldiers, uh, that are out there right now going about feeding people. And we're supporting those people. We're behind the scenes, sending donations to those people, supporting those people, you know, giving those, those financial gifts to support that effort. And so people need to stop, uh, uh, take, trying to crack down on the church and the men and women that are praying right now. And that are, that are putting the word out there on social media, trying to encourage people right now and stop beating people up, man, that are, that are better we should be encouraging more people to pray if the president can get on there and ask the people the nation to pray then let's pray you know let's pray because praying people that's what you do that's what you do you know god said in second chronicles 7 and 14 if my people you know if my people would would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways It's, it's a wicked way to try to tell people who are praying to stop praying it just makes no sense to me please put your phone on mute and he goes on to say here that we got a problem that we need to deal with in prayer. And it's so much deceit because people are talking back and forth with each other. Congressmen are talking to congressmen, senators, Republicans, with Democrats. <clears throat> and it's like all these flattering words that don't go nowhere. They got to get out and give a little interview and say what I what I told the president, what I think and all of this. It's just flattery. They're flattering each other with their neighbors. Oh, we worked all night, but you ain't getting nothing done. You're not getting anything done because I believe, and this is my opinion, I'm entitled to it, is when you try to govern humanity or the affairs of humanity without God, without the counsel of his word, it's not going to work because God has the final say-so. And so somewhere in there, you've got to uh, you know, consult with the wisdom of God. You have to do that and right now we're trying to go it alone and it's nothing but flattery it's like he said a double heart do they speak with a double heart and we know proverbs say a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways there's so much instability out there right now and we can we can put our finger on it we know where it's coming from verse 3 he says the lord shall cut off all flattering lips thank you jesus and the tongue that speaketh proud things thank you lord that wicked stuff is going to be cut off the flattery going to be cut off the evil words going to be cut off and verse 4 says. who have said with our tongue will we prevail so we speak in God's word so we're going to prevail God's word is going to prevail the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much amen there it is right there okay and then he says our lips are our own who is Lord over us we're not arrogantly on this line doing anything. We're making our boast in the Lord. We're declaring his word into these situations and circumstances because Isaiah 55 and 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not come back to me void. God had a purpose for sending it. It's got to do something. It's not going to come back void. It's going to accomplish what God sent it to do. Verse five, he says, for the oppression of the poor, and Lord knows they're oppressed right now, for the sighing of the needy, they are sighing back and forth trying to figure out When will this thing break? When will it be lifted so I can pick up my life and get back to a normal rhythm? Now will I arise, saith the Lord. Now will he arise, says the Lord. Now will I arise. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him, the one who causes more oppression, the one who makes promises to the poor and don't ever come through on them. He, God is going to be that divine protection and defense, refuge and fortress for us. He's going to provide that security for us in the meantime. Verse six, he said, the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth. Purified seven times, and so you can take God's word to the bank, you can take God at His word. He's not a man that He should lie. God is a God of His word. God's word is pure, it's powerful, it's sharp, it's quick, it does what God sent it to do. It's better than silver, tried, and gold seven times. It gives you a complete blessing. Seven, He says, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever, the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted, so he's a divine keeper, he will preserve us as he's always done, every evil activity is going to be shut down, and God is going to begin to again promote his heavenly agenda. Amen. So let's run over to Psalms 91. Now we just, we just in, uh, introduce you right now to where we're going tonight in Psalms 91. Psalms 12 is so parallel to this Psalm right now It's David's prayer. And he's crying out, God, man have failed me. God, human effort have failed me. I need your divine intervention right now. I need your help. We need your help. The people need your help. The world needs your help. And so, Father, we know you're sending the help that we need because you supply all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So last week we took a look at uh, Psalms 91. We started exploring it in verse one. Let me run through this real quick just to refresh in your memory. We said that Psalms 12, Psalm 60, Psalm 75, Psalm 87, Psalm 90 and Psalms 92 were parallel Psalms in similar in scope, vision, focus, nature, struggles, and context. And so it's so important. That's why I started there tonight, because you have other places that you can find refuge, other places that you can find encouragement. But it says right here in verse one, and we covered this last week, I'm going to read through it real quick. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Now let's talk about that secret place real quick relationship is what he's talking about there with God. It's not some physical place, even though there's physical shelters that are out there, but there's a higher place of hiding in a relationship with God, being sheltered by God, being comforted by God, being protected by God, being secured by God, even being rescued by God, being kept safe by God from all dangers, not some and all sufferings. This pertains to any person who trusts in God and decides to live close to him in a relationship with him. All it requires is a decision and a choice to be made, and that help will show up. The most high God is the only one who can provide such a place. David found that out by trying to get human beings to help him him and to comfort him, and it just wasn't to be. This says, okay, think about it, a lot about the our awesome, amazing, incredible God. It doesn't say a whole lot about our president and all of those professionals right now, but it says a whole lot about God, you know, because nobody can do us like him. But it also emphasizes God's maj- maj- majesty. He's such a majestic God. I mean, he has sovereign power. He has authority. His dignity is at stake here. His greatness and his splendor. Also, his highest unparalleled quality of life is hanging in the balance. His existence is being denied. His moral and ethical and holy character is being challenged right now, which addresses his government that was talked about in Isaiah 9 and 6, that there will be no end, which is a majestic government, nothing like it higher than anything of that government. There should be no end. And it's more glorious than any other government that we've ever had in this nation and other other nations. It says this, he is almighty. He's our El Shaddai. And when we combine the most high God and El Shaddai, we are envisioning God's presence as being like a majestic mountain where we can discover a one of a kind secret place that is safe. It's far more secure than any shelter they're building right now. It is, it, is, it is better than man's protection that they're trying to provide right now. David discovered this when he found out that man only came up short and he could find no real comfort in what man could do, but he found a lot more in what God could do. The psalmist saw this phenomenal unknown to most hide, hiding place as a secret place or a shadow that serves as God's place of refuge and my fortress prepared only for those who belong to him and seek him for such a hiding place for such a time as this under the shadow of the almighty. We need to see the most high God as our personal intimate El Shaddai, the almighty. I mean, there's nobody can do me like Jesus. He's above all for all, and he wants to be in all, and he wants to do all as our secure fortress, especially during this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we learned last week, we went over Proverbs 18 and 10, Psalms 92, 1 and 2. Now verse 2, it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Verse 3 says, surely, without a doubt, he shall deliver thee from the from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. And we talked about what those fowlers and pestilence uh, get quoted a lot you know, get thrown around a lot like a rock skipping over a pond, you know, and we talked about that. And what David was letting us know is this, you know, he wanted us to know it's of like a bird trap, you know, the fowlers deal with birds in the air. So what he's telling you, man, is, is this right here. And, and, and he talked about pestilence, meaning various types of diseases. So you're going to have things, man, like like trapping you, okay? Then you're going to have things like diseases, man, coming up and attacking you. But both of these uh, symbolisms only describe all kinds of dangers, different kinds of dangerous things that might come and try to befall people and render people helpless, okay? And most of the time, it's only for unprepared people who don't foresee these things about to happen. In other words, it happens to ignorant people, spiritually blind people, uninformed people, proud people. Frustrated people, angry people, lost people, poor people, unsaved people, unhealthy people, disadvantaged people, underserved people, even rich people who try to hide behind their money like it's some type of God only to find out it just doesn't work. So they're perishing for a lack of knowledge and a lack of vision about what in the world is going on. So let's jump down here to verse 4 now and pick up. Actively, where we are tonight, and let's explore Psalms 91 a little bit further with the time that we have left. It said, verse 4 in Psalms 91 He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. We have to love this language that David is using here because this psalmist uses this to communicate his message. To a variety of readers out there, he has a huge, vast audience out there that he's communicating this to. He communicated to the Jews and the Hebrews in his day. Now, here we are, Gentiles, engrafted into the family of God. It's communicating to us now because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Situation and circumstances, generations change, history change, you know, lifestyle change. The world changes. Everything that's in the world changes. But God does not change. His message does not change. His message is the same to every generation throughout all eternity. So this applies to us right now. His feathers, his wings. Here, he described God as a mother hen under whose wings we are told we can come to, we can even run to, or we can go for refuge, meaning shelter or protection from danger, oppression, or any type of distress. In the meantime, God is our resource when we face or are confronted with sudden, unexpected, unexplained, for difficulties like this administration right now is faced with this coronavirus and don't know what to do. I would tell you right now, when man cannot counsel you with what to do, and it takes so long and things are being delayed until they figure it out. We have a safe place that we can turn to. We got to run to that place. We got to seek that shelter. We got to seek that protection. We got to learn to be secure in him because they who dwell in the secret place of the most high in that relationship with God as our shelter, as our protection, as our security. is just cause for making a decision. <laughs> <coughs> that God, I'm going to look to you for my help because you are my help. You will send me what I need because you are the Lord God, my good shepherd who supply all that I need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Listen that disbeliever. I don't, you don't, nobody who believes in him should have to want for any good or beneficial thing because the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He is the one that supply all that we need, but it's according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Some things are yet man to be manifested, but when we call on him, when we look to him, you can see that window of heaven getting a little bit wider to meet that great need that's in the earth. And yes, God does rain down blessings upon his people. Don't ask me where it comes from. I can just say I give God praise because it comes down from him, you know, and if it comes from this industry or that industry or this organization or that organization, give God praise because he owned everything anyway. So I don't have to get bogged down with where, where is it coming from? Who You know, it comes down from God who made the heavens and the earth. That's where it comes from. All blessings comes down. You know, it comes down from God here below. You know, we sing that song sometimes. Thank God from whom all blessings flow. We know where it comes from. We know that the wind of heaven is open over us. We know that if we cry out to him, God, hear us and answer us and show us great and mighty things. We just should not be so quick to stop doing that. And stop looking to Capitol Hill and look to that other hill that's higher than high and call on the name of the Lord. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. He is our protection. He's also our Jehovah Jireh. He's El Shaddai, God Almighty of blessings. And he wants to bless us. Amen. As he cover us with his feathers like a mother hen amen and it's under that that protection where we will find what we need in Christ Jesus uh Psalm 61 verses 3 through 4 says this "For thou hast been our, a shelter for me and a strong tower from my enemies from the enemy I will abide in Thy tabernacle forever and the tabernacle <coughs> it's both spiritual and it's also physical right now you can't go to the church some people are still going But remember, this is about a relationship. So you can always go to the one that you're in a relationship with. You can always turn to him and look to him. The Bible says he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the Author and the Finisher. He's omnipresent. He's all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-loving. So he's always right there with us, never to leave us, never to forsake us. He's with us until the end of the age. He is that paraclete, God with us. He is, you know, Emmanuel, he is the promise of the father that when Jesus finished his earthly mission and he went back to the father, he said, it's expedient that I leave leave so that the third person of the Godhead body, which is the Holy Ghost, that third person, not a it, but the third person, he wants to come and be inside of us, he wants to come and be all around us, he want to come in and continue to do what Jesus did, greater works than Jesus did, he want to be greater in us than anything that's in the world, and we got to know that greater is he, the kingdom of God is already within us, according to Luke 17 and 24, he said, why are you standing here, looking here, looking there, low there, low here, for his kingdom to come, it's already within you, what kingdom is within me, everything, God was everything God is and everything God is going to be already in you because the Holy Spirit of God dwells in you and remember now he's the one gonna bring everything back to our remembrance that God promised he's the one that's going to teach us right now what to do to get through this. Why? It's because he helps us in our infirmities. According to Romans 8, 26 and 27, he said, we don't even know how to pray as we should, but the Holy Spirit who makes intercession for us with moanings and groanings all the time. And when he opens up and says something through us and in us, it's always according to the will of God. It's not according to the will of man, even though he knows both, we only speak based on what we know is the will of man, but he speaks to will of the father he's the one that teaches us how to pray he's the one that searches our hurts our pains you know our infirmities those things man that we don't even know how to utter we don't even know what to say but the holy ghost is right there to bring what jesus said to us that i will supply all your need according to my riches and glory by christ jesus one thing he does not do he does not allow a true believer to slip into that place of fear because second timothy 1 and 7 he says i did not give you a spirit of fear so don't claim no fear right now it is time to come boldly before the throne of god knowing that i have the greater one on the inside according to first john four and four and so if 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 i if i if i if i if i have problems and i'm not sure run to that safe place the name of the lord is that safe place hide in your relationship with him and wait on the lord and be of good cheer and he will strengthen thine heart says the lord and be it unto you according to uh psalms 27 and 14 you know run to him you know be of good cheer be encouraged You know, faint not. Don't fear because God is with us. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. I don't care what virus comes. We still have a a, a father who covers us like a mother hen. He's still that safe place. And we just got to learn how to dwell in that relationship and be sheltered by him. And then he goes on to say in Psalm 63, verses six to eight. He says, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. And that's what's not happening right now. People are not really following hard after him. because we're throwing them too many options we're throwing them too many choices and it's like i'm abandoning god and i'm going after this check and i'm going after these supplies go after those things let god add those things to you they're coming down from him anyway that's your money anyway ain't like the government giving you nothing that's already your money that's taxpayers money that money's already been laid up for you so you're supposed to get that you know but matthew 6 33 says still seek ye first the kingdom of god he has a way of doing things Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is what we're doing right now. What Psalms 91, Psalms 12, Psalm 60, Psalm 75, all these parallel Psalms is teaching us right now how to seek first the kingdom of God in his righteousness, that all these other things may be added unto us. And when you see the kingdom of God, remember now it's already in you. That's why David said, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I sin not against you. David knew that the wisdom that he had in his innermost being and the truth that, that I mean, the, the truth he had in his innermost being and the wisdom that he had in his innermost self, he knew that that's what, what he was going to need to depend on when the times of trouble came. That's why he wrote these Psalms, so that he would all, they were, there, they were right there in him because once he messed up with Bathsheba and had his friend killed, he knew, man, he had messed up royally. He understood the consequences, but one of the things he did was this. He asked God to forgive him, to create in him a clean heart, to renew with him a right and steadfast spirit. And he said, whatever you do, Father, don't you take your Holy Spirit away from me. Don't you take your presence away from me. I cannot imagine right now if the presence of God was removed from this earth. We think we got a problem right now. We think we got a crisis right now. For every believer that's on this line tonight, where in the world would you turn if you could not turn to the Lord? Lord in prayer and put him in remembrance of what he said and expect him to hear you and answer you and show you great and mighty things. What if we did not have that high, that hiding place? What if we did not have that relationship with God that we have that already prepared us for this famine, already prepared us for this time of difficulty and trouble. He didn't wait, he already prepared some of us, you know. And the and the and the protection and security and safety has always been available. Always. God don't give it any and then take it away. But some people will turn elsewhere and look other places like david was addressing in psalm 12 they'll turn to man and he untold us put no confidence in man run to me i am the strong tower the name of the lord is a strong tower over there in proverbs 18 and verse 10 you know psalms 91 they who dwell in the secret place they who dwell in the secret place of the most high that relationship right there with with a higher power with a higher government You know, he said that you're going to find out that I'm your refuge, I'm your shield, I'm your buckler, I'm your protection, I'm your safety. I'll keep you secure. I want you to remain in a happy state. I don't want you to be upset, stressed, oppressed, worrying about stuff, but I want you to be I want you to rejoice. I want you to be joyous. I want the joy of the Lord to be your strength because Psalms 30 and 5 say, weeping may endure for a night, but God has planned joy for you to to come to you in the morning. I love the fire that my sister came on the phone with. I was thinking about Jeremiah when she came on the phone with all the releases and all that energy and all that fire I was excited when Marlon came on the phone and blessing the name of the Lord and I said you know what the world didn't give him that joy man and I pray the world never try to take and strip them of that joy right there I'm telling you man Jeremiah said it's like fire shut up in my bones you know I can tell you've been consumed by God he's a consuming fire according to Hebrews 12 the last verse in that chapter he is a consuming fire you know and when he consume a thing that means that anything that's not of God try to come near you it'll get burned up it'll get Burned away, it'll get denied because we've been consumed by God. He is a consuming fire, and He protects us and purifies us. That we come out like seven times pure than when we went in, like, like, like silver tried in a fire seven times. You know, mean God, complete that thing for us, man. He completes that victory, He completes that protection. He gives us complete security, complete safety but we just got to learn to run to him, amen, like we see right here in Psalms 63, six through eight. And then he goes on and said, the psalmist continues with this kind of language, shield and buckler, which speaks to his listeners about the Almighty, about El Shaddai, you know, being the one place we can find complete protection from all hurt, harm, and danger, whether it's natural, physical, spiritual, economical, educational, or political, God Most High is still today an all protected shield and refuge for every believer and all those who turn to Him and put their trust in Him, as we all can see right now. There are difficult times we're facing, but God promises to be our refuge. What does that mean? Let's look at the book of Psalms chapter 46, verse one through five. This is what David is referring to right here. This previous Psalm that he wrote now over here in 91, he's looking back at it and he's calling it into play right now. Envision this. Psalm 46, one through five says this, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will I not Will we not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof? Selah, he's saying, pause right there and think about that. That's just too good to glance over. It. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of our God, the help is coming down like a stream, y'all, the holy place of the tabernacles of the most high coming out of heaven, y'all, spewing right on down here on us right now, consuming us, God is in the midst of her, amen, he's walking on those waves, those sea bellows roll, he's coming with that, with that, that, that river of living water, and it says, she shall not be moved, God shall help her, and that right early. Talking about the earth there. God going to help us. He's going to send us a shower. I'm praying that God send the rib of his spirit right now into the halls of the Oval Office, into the halls of the Senate, the Congress, where there's debate going on, where there's press conferences going on, where there's confusion right now and undecision right there, where man is trying to figure out what they can do, which is limited. I pray that God send forth a rib of his spirit up in there right now. Wash out all the division. Wash out out all the disharmony, wash out all the disagreement. And I pray that God, as he rides on them waves, that he will release some unity, some harmony up in there, some oneness accord up in there, that God's will will be released up in that place, that it will continue to flow all the way down (coughs) unto every state. Every country, every nation right now where there's trouble with this virus and people don't know what to do, do right now. I pray that God will walk through some doors that are closed right now in the spirit and introduce himself to those those leaders right now over there in Germany, over in Italy, over in and in, over in, in China and all these different places right now, you know, where they're closing doors over in Canada right now. I pray that the Lord, the spirit of God will walk right through the doors of these offices right now and just appear to them, my God, in a majestic glorious angelic figure and begin to speak to them right now, begin to direct them right now and pour wisdom into them right now that they will be able to call the people to a time of prayer, call the people to a time of seeking the face of God right now, call the people to run to the name of the Lord right now that they may be saved to turn to Jesus right now, repent of your sins and watch God forgive our sins and heal our land and restore us right now and things will be better than they were before because he said the latter Rain is coming, y'all. It's going to be better than the former rain. And so I'm telling you, in the meantime, we got to go to this safe place right now and be safe and find refuge and fortress. Hide under the shadows of the Almighty right now. Wait on the Lord and be of good cheer. And he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord and be of good cheer. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint because the Lord says, wait on the Lord. Anoint them, God, to wait on you, God, and not be nervous and anxious and, and 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 taking risks unnecessarily but god that they'll just seek your face right now as we seek your face amen and then he goes on to say right there amen praise god in verse five he says thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flies." By day. Verse 6 he says, nor for the pestilence, and we already know what that is, all those different diseases out there that walketh in darkness sneaked up on us, didn't it? Nor for the destruction that worketh that wasted at noonday, waiteth at noonday. Yeah, it was just waiting on us, man, waiting to catch you going to work, waiting on you to be in the gym out there working out on your lunch break, where somebody done dropped some droplets somewhere. And now you infected. Come on, somebody it was just waiting at noonday for that opportunity, and it pounced on some people who were not prepared. Let's look at the psalmist's use of this word night and day to communicate a higher level of observation for the believers because we walk by faith and not by sight or we are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. What he says here we should be seeing in the midst of this coronavirus crisis is this day and night and all the day long is the universal vision of God keeping our eyes on God, paying attention to his ability to keep us safe, paying attention to the scope of God beyond this, the reach of this, and that protective nature of God. That's what we should be looking to, keeping our minds, as Isaiah 26 and 3 says, "Stayed on the Lord that he might keep us in perfect peace, but paying attention to all the signals, all the warnings that are out there too, not being so heavenly minded that we ain't no earthly good. Still got to wash them hands, you know, you still got to have toilet paper. You still got to be able to put them gloves on, them masks on. You still got to watch out for those people that severe chronic cough that's in the workplace. Them droplets, man, to mesh up. So as we continue to look to God, we got to understand that God's protection can cover everything, everyone in every place but there's still some physical things that's required of us. Don't neglect those things. Don't negate those things because you're so heavenly-minded that you ain't no earthly good. Doesn't matter whether it is terror, error, pestilence, or even destruction. All that we are witnessing today taking place on earth, when summed all up, added all up together, is still not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So when I sum it up and put it all together, It is generally understood as something evil, as something evil. Paul said this right here over in Romans, I think it's 118. He said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, they are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. The glory of the Lord will be revealed in us in the midst of all this that's going on. Now, if you like me, I'm a very optimistic person, even though sometimes I sound like I'm not. I see and I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know, I would have fainted had I not believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's why I'm still praying. That's why I'm teaching on this. I'm trying to give people hope in the midst of all this evil. And the Bible said the days are evil, but we have to redeem the time. I think that's Ephesians five sixteen 16, redeem the time because the days are evil. My hope, my effort right now is to try to redeem this time right now that we don't spend all our time right now worrying about the evil but looking for preparing for what god is what god is not about to do but what he's already doing because he's the same yesterday today and forever he's been working in the invisible realm whether we know it or not i believe that the greater concern here is god is doing or allowing to happen what's necessary to get man to turn his heart back toward god to turn back to god who desires to be in a relationship with us that we can hide in his in that relationship when we need to, be sheltered out of that relationship when we need to. I believe that this is an opportune time. It may be an opportunity for all the pundits out there that want to make some money, all the scientific research out there to come up with new viruses and all that to treat those physical things. But I believe that this is more than an opportunity for them. I believe it's also an opportune time for God to show his strength, to show his power, to show how he's in control, you know, to show how he, his will will prevail in this situation, to show that he's the one that can restore everything back to normal and make it better than what it was before. That's what I believe. But you got to believe to see that goodness. And when you do that, David said, you can taste and see the goodness of the Lord. You can taste and see. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalms 34 and 8. See, he's ministering to us right there, you know. And so pretty much up to us, you know. So we see that, you know, that God uh, is, is, is already determined that this, this thing is evil. Just call it what it is, but don't stay there. Don't dwell there. Believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the midst of all of this. You got to believe it to see it because here's the deal. Uh, Isaiah 54 and 17 says this, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, (coughs) thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage, the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Everything that comes to us, it comes from the Lord. It comes down from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And if there's something that just comes up that assigns itself to us or or, or is, is, is released against us to oppose what God is doing in our lives and what he said about us, here is the deal. It's not going to prosper over you. You can condemn it. If it's a voice saying something to you as a Christian, stop praying. Y'all shouldn't be doing all that. Put some legs on your scriptures and all that. People don't need a whole lot of scripture right now. People don't need a whole lot of prayer right now. Oh yes, we do. If, if we don't pray for that loss, then let's pray for the ones that are saved because we don't want them to fall away from being saved. So, so I'm praying right now because I've been called to pray. Without ceasing. My mind is always to pray about things. Oh, what needless pains we bear. We took everything to God in prayer. So, some people right now are going above God's commandments and telling us what not to do. I don't want to know what not to do. I pretty much know that. I've been reproved by the word, I've been corrected by the word. You know, I've been instructed in righteousness. You know, I, I, I know what to do in these crises. I'm not going to do nothing to put myself in danger. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to do all those things that they're telling us to do, I'm going to follow those steps. You know, but at the same time, I'm, going, I'm not going to leave my spiritual house, man, uh, in shambles either. I'm going to keep building myself up, as Jude 20 says, in my most holy faith, you know, because when you got all this negative around you, all this evil around you, man, let me tell you something. There ain't nothing like being able to communicate with your father and find out what he got to say, because let me tell you something. He has a perspective on all of this. And I want to know, what does Jesus say about this? What does God say about this? This earth don't belong to man. He's given us dominion over some things on this earth, you know. And he said, you know, you, 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 you have dominion over it. But he didn't say, you ain't the owner of it. The earth is mine. The fullness thereof, The silver, the gold, all of it belongs to me. Everything belongs to me. The, the universe, it all belongs to me. I am the God of the cattle of a thousand hills. I, I own them that dwell on this earth. Satan even got to bow down and worship me. So don't think for one minute just because you've got scientists out there, you've got medical professions out there, you've got a president, number 45, they call him. I know y'all give him all that power, but let me tell you something. There ain't no authority that no man has that God didn't allow it. And in Psalm 75 and 6 said, if God give it to you, God can bring one down and raise somebody else up. Proverbs 29, 1 and 2 says this, when the righteous are in charge, you won't see all of this. It's when the wicked are in charge that the people are tormented and they mourning about stuff. I mean, you've got to let the word, man, instruct you during this time. You've got to run to him. You've got to run to his word. You've got to run to his counsel. You've got to delight yourself in the counsel of God's word. And he said, I've sent my word to revive you and give you life. My word is a light in your path and a lamp, a lamp into unto your feet. I mean, a, light, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. I have sent my word, Psalms 119, at the entrance of thy word to give it light. So we can see what's going on. We have nowhere know where to turn to, where to run to. The counsel of the word right now. To keep people kind of stable right now. You know, I would say an unstable person, a, a, a double-minded person, unstable in all their mind. One minute you're putting all your trust in the, in the government. Next minute you don't know what to do. People call you. People just all over the place. So unstable. But keep your mind stayed on God in the midst of this. This thing is going to pass. It has an expiration date. Why? Because there is a God that's not going to allow it to continue. And don't come asking me, what about all these people that have already died? You don't know. Those people could be in heaven right now. They could be not in heaven, but in paradise in the presence of God right now. Here we are down here fighting, trying to figure out what to do. You know, and so, amen. Let's trust him. Let's trust him. All right, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further right here. So we understand what he says in Psalms uh, in Isaiah 54 and 17. It says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory. From the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him and the Redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgression and Jacob, saith the Lord, as for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee and my word which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth nor out of thy mouth. Of thy seed nor out of the mouth of thy seed, seed saith the lord from henceforth and forever and that's according to the book of isaiah chapter 59 verse 19 to 21 let's do one more verse right here and then we're going to call it, we're going to end this verse 7 he says a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee our safety and protection only gets better in the almighty el shaddai the most high of the universe listen you know, to what the Psalmist is saying. And we're going to go ahead and end there. We'll pick this up next week. Amen. And go a little bit further. Amen. We're going to stop right there. Open up the line right now for comments. Hopefully you got something out of this right now. Hopefully you understand, man, where our help is coming from anyway, in this evil time. This is an evil time. This session is no longer being recorded.